happy Tuesday. We're glad to be back with you again. Sheer Motivation Podcast here for another great week of celebrity news, news around the 757, and your weekly dose of sheer motivation. Yes, hopefully once again, we'll be motivating you to move to move through your work week and life. Thanks for joining us again. Minimize the screen, go over to YouTube, type in Share Motivation Podcast, and subscribe. If you don't have time to sit down and watch and you want to listen while you're dropping off kids, picking up kids on your way to work, go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and type in Share Motivation Podcast and give us a listen. Definitely check us out on all major streaming platforms. We appreciate the love and support thus far, and we do look forward to being your weekly dose of sheer motivation. Yes. So with that being said, how's everyone's week been? How's your week been? My week <laughs> My week has been interesting. So I've been spread really thin. I've been mm. working, juggling these children, juggling co-parenting. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. That that sounds like a <laughs> two hands full. Two hands full. So, yeah, I've been juggling all that stuff and trying not to lose my own motivation or sanity. But it's all things, I'm going to believe that all things are working together for my good. <laughs> yeah. So, we did talk a little bit about, you know, the stress and anxiety of being a parent, wearing the multiple hats. We've gone over several different tips on health, wellness, um, how to combat anxiety, depression, uh, mm-hmm. how to, you know, self-care and love on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Delina, tell us, what have you been doing to stay afloat? <laughs> I've been saying some colorful words. Um, <laughs> I've been deep breathing, you oh, know. I, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know. The kids, I love my kids, so it's all worth the while. But listen, sometimes it's co-parenting ingredient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So co-parenting is a, um, it's a sensitive subject because mm-hmm. um, it depends on who you're co-parenting with. So you can be the best parent by yourself, but then when you throw another personality, another set of morals and characteristics into the equation, co-parenting can be difficult. Right. So I co-parent as well, um, and it is um, very trying at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm grateful for the help of um, the other individual, a.k.a. their dad. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is one of those things where it is very, very hard, um, you know, if you cannot communicate on the same level of maturity. So that's where we run into our roadblock mm-hmm. is, you know, I try to communicate. I try to, you know, I want to tell you what's going on with the kids, you know, the parent-teacher conferences, the PTA meetings, dots appointments. I want to communicate those mm-hmm. things. But when the other person feels like, well, why are you telling me that? That has nothing to do with me. They don't receive the information. But I'm always in the mindset that if something were to happen to me that I couldn't be there for my kids, I want it to be a seamless transition mm-hmm. so that the other party would know what's going on with the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm I'm trying to figure out if it was easier parenting when I was in my relationship or if it's easier now. Mm. And that's the thing. So initially when we started co-parenting, I was like, okay, how is this going to, how is this going to work? You know, if we can't communicate, if we don't hold through to our words, and it's like, what are we doing this for? So I'm trying, as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to think, 
was I co-parenting better when I was in my relationship or I think I am parenting better outside of the relationship mm-hmm. I was in. Yeah, because I think being outside the relationship, it takes some emotions off the table. For, uh, for, for at least one of the parties. Yeah, yeah. For, That's for, the idea. For the adults involved, <laughs> one of the adults involved, I think it takes some of the emotions <laughs> off of the table where you can just focus on this is the task at hand, which is mm-hmm. raising the children. Right. And you being a mature individual, you have to continue to reiterate mm-hmm. what it is we're doing this for. We're doing this for the children. Well, yeah, because now women, we are in our, you know, walking in our purpose mm-hmm. and we have mastered the navigation of co-parenting but these men they acting like you know mm. yeah they're a little saucy they got a little extra dose of estrogen <laughs> <laughs> but no it's all good but that's what i've been doing this week i just been navigating co-parenting i was away at training in virginia beach um for the Virginia Code Officials Association. Congratulations well, on that. Yeah, that was, that was exciting to network with other code officials, you know, in, in our region. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Got to network, meet a lot of people. Um, and, yeah, just juggling those things. So. Yeah. So now we've hit on the topic of co-parenting. And we gave a little insight to relationships mm-hmm. last week. Now let me ask you this. Before we leave co-parenting. How do you feel about one parent introducing someone new to the children? Mm. Like, what is your what is your bottom line with that? Well, I feel like first the person has to be the parent. the the We're going we're going to use the the lady, the woman, because we only know it from one side mm-hmm. of of things. We've always been women, so okay. we, I'm gonna say it from a woman's standpoint. That if I bring someone into the equation for my children that I feel comfortable and confident that they are a good fit for what it is we got going on. It's not Mm -hmm. just that they're meeting my needs, which Mm -hmm. could be, you know, they're finessing me, fine dining, wanting me. That doesn't still doesn't mean that you're going to be good for the kids. Be good for the kids. I have to over time. I have to learn how do you deal with kids? Like, do you have your own children and Mm -hmm. what is your relationship with them before I introduce you to my kids? And then some people feel like it's the time component. Like, okay, well we've been talking, you know, a month, six months, a year, you know, it's time for my kid. Well, time is not one of the factors that should play into the equation. It's more so if the kids are ready mm-hmm. and then what role are they going to play in the kid's life? If they're just going to be somebody that the kids identifies as that's daddy girlfriend or that's, you know, that's the person that comes over here a couple of times, then, you know, you shouldn't shove that person down the children's throat. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Unless they're going to be picking them up from school, taking them to doctor's appointments at their football games, then you know they could be around mm-hmm. so much. I just feel like it's it's very tricky. Like, it is. I mean, do you require? Do you require? Um, so, like, let's just say the father of the child is dating someone new. Do you require to at least meet the person he's dating? No, no I, I never require. Do you want to talk to her? You want to kind of gauge where her head is at? Hmm, I do. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't. I need to see you because my my <laughs> my daughter's father is actually married now. You know what I'm saying? And so like, but it was individuals before her, and I didn't have to meet them, and I was fine with that. You know that. But my, these people, this person's gonna be around your child, and right? You and, right. But I'm saying my child. You know, 
my child was predominantly with me. So the few times that he would get her, uh, you know, he was would... the presence inconsistent. No, no, no. I'm saying she was with me majority of the time. So if there's a seven day a week, five of them, she's with me. So he gets her pretty much a day and a half, you know, picking her up, takes a half a day, dropping her back off, takes and half a day. during the day and a half, this, this other woman is going to be around your child. Right. But minimally, I need to see you. but minimally because he's, you know, he's spending time with his mm -hmm. child. So well, then I need to lay my eyes on you minimally. Yeah, so I mean, I never had that requirement. If my child came home, it seemed like she was frazzled or upset or something that had occurred during that, you know, that time that they were away. Then I would, you know, try to unpack that part. Now I wouldn't, I wouldn't. What happened while you was with daddy? Like, was that girl there? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do the ninety-nine questions of a child. Yeah. But right. if she came back and she was acting like her, um. If something need to be investigated. Right. Then I would ask the question, like, okay, so you were at daddy's house and who else was there? Okay. And what did y'all do? And did she say something? Were her kids there? Because, you know, kids within itself is a fragile topic. Yeah. See, and I just like the goal. I just like, I guess for me, you know, just in a general sense, because I know co-parenting isn't like the meat and potatoes of what we're going to discuss today but i'm just saying once a relationship closes and this person that i have children with decide to move forward and date somebody new i'm cool with that but i do if you're gonna have this person around my children i need to talk to her i need to kind of just introduce myself just to get a gay i read people very well which is why i say i need to lay my 2020s on you i pay for 2020 vision and i need to lay my 2020s on you and I just need her to know what my expectation is when it comes to dealing with my children. Because the person that you meet um, may change a little bit if we have a misunderstanding. <laughs> well, I do. I feel like your situation is unique, and I don't know your whole entire situation. I know y'all do two weeks, two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mine would only be like a weekend or, you know, maybe, okay. a, maybe a few weeks during the summer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think during that time, he might have been keeping whoever at bay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like could he, yeah. he could be saying, hey, I got that my kid be. this week. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to, you know, I'll see you during the day or you can come over late night after she go to sleep. Like, I don't know how he was working mm -hmm. it out, but, you know, it was, it was minimal. Like, it's very few ladies' names that I can say my daughter ever came back and mentioned to me while she was in her dad's presence. Okay, that's yeah. cool. So I'm saying your situation is a little bit different because it's a longer extended amount of time. Mm -hmm. Mine was kind of not like that. Okay. So, But okay. every, you know, what I will say to parents that are out there, be mature. Be mature in your communication. Be mature in what your um, desires are. Okay, so speaking of co-parenting, at some point to get to co-parenting, you have to end your relationship and break up. So speaking of breakups, it's a lot of breaking up going on. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Breakup season. Um, probably on the, you know, celebrity level, but it's it's definitely prevalent in the news and things right now. We're seeing uh, Remy and Papoose. Supposedly, there are um, rumored allegations of some cheating or infidelity going on there. Dang. Yeah. I really like Remy and Papoose. I thought I, I know... I mean, obviously, I watch Love and Hip Hop, and I'm mm -hmm. familiar with Remy and her music. I know she was in jail. And he waited on her. It just seemed like a fairy tale love story, yeah. you know, with a different twist. So, supposedly, they broke up because of cheating. Supposedly, they're going through a, uh, some type of scandal in regards to um, her supposedly have, being in, um, 
Infidelity. Is yeah, infidelity. Well, when a woman cheats, <laughs> we're not gonna justify. We can't justify. It's, it's no one cookie cutter answer on why a woman cheated. And then I, I think it is. But I'm saying from from our standpoint of being on the outside looking in, we look at Papoose like a good guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, hey, you rode for a woman. Yeah. You know, I while mean, she did. was incarcerated, you know, she came home. You know, you married her. You y'all had a couple of babies together, or at least a baby together. Um, and they had some past issues with fertility and things like that. So it's like it's like Papoose is holding up his end of the deal yeah, from but what, what we see. Right. But he probably was knocking them down when she was in jail. Well, I mean, they've been saying that too, but you can't justify, there is no justification in cheating or in being info, info, what is it? You can't even say it, so it don't matter. Right, infidelity, infidelity, <laughs> infidelity. That's that's the word. Mm, but, but, you know, once you, be, you need to get all that out your system before two become one. If I do agree with that. If that's what you want to do, if you want to play the field, you say, hey, I'm not looking for nothing serious, and y'all rock out. You know, okay. it, it, it's your lucky day, it's I not your lucky that. day, and y'all working like that. But once you two become one, then you're saying that the person I'm with is the person that I want to wake up to, go to yeah. sleep with, you know, who yeah, name I want to call. We got to figure this thing out. We hit, we hit a speed one, we got to figure this thing out. I yeah, but, but I do think that cheating means there's some type of deficit in the relationship. Uh, I would love, I would dare to say, you know, somebody's emotional needs aren't being met. Okay, so, I, w- I will. I think that's true for the woman. I think if a woman is stepping out, it's because mm-hmm. her emotional needs aren't aren't being met. Oh yeah. And then I sometimes I just think men just do it because it's just an opportunity. Yeah, I think guys have a hard time saying no. I'm not interested, or no, I'm already booed up. I'm already in something. That would hurt her feelings. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. So, the other breakup is um, Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. Yeah. So, now, I really liked that. I was rooting for them. I thought that little Blasian baby was adorable. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the relationship coming, but I thought they looked cute together. And then, all of a sudden, yeah, we get Yeah. We get the sad and, you know, sad news that they're getting a divorce. And from our understanding, um, Jeezy filed for divorce. So, Isn't that's she a- contesting it? I've heard that. She fighting for that. She yeah. fighting for that story. Listen, I be fighting for it too. Jeezy, holla. I be fighting. So um, there you go picking again. There you go picking I, again. I be you fighting. You let that man find you. You better let him find you. Listen, Jeezy. If Jeezy show up, I'm, I'm going over there and I'm shooting my yeah. shot. I want you to know that. Yeah. But in, in, the, in the Jeannie thing, Jeannie was previously married. Um, and oh, yeah, she, she yeah, she was married to a, a, um, a Caucasian man and they didn't have children together because, and the breakup was supposedly because he wanted kids and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And so then for her to get divorced and then to get with Jeezy and then to now have a child and then to now be going through this divorce, um, further reiterates what I say when I say, you know, once you're alone, once after a breakup or a divorce or whatever, you got to take that time to heal and truly, honestly, get to know what makes you tick before you get so into something new. So what is the street saying about why, they, why they're parting ways? Well, there are clips that say that Janie's attitude is terrible. That her, and she and it, she's on record saying it's a recorded um, where she's on a a blog or a podcast or something, and she's saying that she has some some attitude issues, and Jeezy checked her on it. 
And before, in past relationships, she was able to get away with these things. Nobody ever checked her. Nobody ever told her that these things were issues. So that could be a reason. And that could be a reason. Because it seems like if Jeezy checked you then and told you that your attitude was an issue, and you presented those same signs again, he might not be as willing to give you grace. So let's just say, for example, that let's just say this snowball their relationship parting. If hypothetically speaking, she had an attitude problem and he had come to her a couple times and maybe this stopped their day from going for, maybe they had stuff planned, she ruined it, whatever it is. This is a prime example of how a man will not stay somewhere he not happy. He's not about to keep on talking to you about the same mm-hmm. thing over and over again. He's not about to sit down and keep going over it again. He's going to let you know a couple times. He may give you a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he's going to ball your whole relationship up. And throw it away. You know what I'm saying? Because men are not going to stay. It'd be us. Mm-hmm. Us women that take two years to break up with somebody. Right. He woke up that morning. He said, I'm not happy. And drove straight to the courthouse and put some paperwork on file. Yeah. He said, I'm headed for the door. <laughs> Listen. And, and, and so it's, it's like you hear these news outlets saying that she was blindsided, that she was not made aware. She was totally caught off guard with this whole divorce proceedings and things like that. And it just kind of makes you wonder, like, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, I heard that they were living separately for a while. I don't, I don't really follow a whole lot of celebrity news. Because I'm drowning in my own news. But, <laughs> but I heard that they were living apart for a while. So I was thinking, you know, maybe during this living apart time, they started seeing other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's still to be determined. You right. know, and we're, I mean, I was shocked when mm-hmm. I saw it. What, what really happened was I was outside of my work vehicle. And I was she remember the exact I moment. remember the exact time. So I'm getting She out. said a man is free. A man is free. <laughs> She's back outside, y'all. Um the trap house is back open. Um but nonetheless, what I said was I was outside of my car and I got in my car and Angela Yee on her morning show was talking like she was talking, but she never had gotten to the name of who she was talking about. She was like, you know, this these this is allegations, da da da, whatever, whatever. And after two years of being married and now they have their daughter together. And, da, da, da. and she still had never said the name so I literally was like I'm hanging on like oh well who's she talking about well, and then when she says that I'm like <gasps> well whatever's going on with them I, I do hope that for the sake of the, the kids mm-hmm. they can just handle everything amicably yeah smooth and see I don't know if Jeezy's ever been married I know he has children from previous relationships um, but I don't know if he's ever been married. I know that Jeannie has been married and I know that this is her first child. So you just have to think about where each one of them are in their, you know, in their needs of, as being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Jeezy might've looked at it as one and done. Jeannie, you know, she already had a, um, an interview floating around where she had talked to a psychic or somebody and they told her she was going to get married again. Like she already in her second marriage and they were like, we suspect that this won't be your last marriage. So... Mm. So speaking of marriage, I know you and I, we were talking the other day and, you know, one of the things that you said was that you don't wish to marry someone who has previously been married. That's what I said. That's what she said. It's, it's on record. It's on record. It's it on is record. now. It's on record. 
So I want to talk to you a little bit about that because here on Share Motivation Podcast, we are motivating each other and others to possibly see things from just a different perspective. Doesn't mean you're wrong. Doesn't mean I'm right and vice versa. It's just the, you know, the share conversation to just try to look at it from a different angle. So, So just give me your bottom line about what made you feel or what makes you feel like you would prefer not to marry someone who's been married before. Mic check one two one two. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. <laughs> so so my so for me I, and this is one of the things where I, I kinda stand on it and I have my reasonings, you know, due to dealing with men that have been married previously. Um, so you're tainted. I have my opinion. On why you got the lead forward? Because I want to make sure that you want to make sure that they yeah, get the people. Because I'm not, I'm not just pulling a perception out of the air. I'm telling you, the individuals that I've dealt with had already been previously married, and then when when I brought up the hey, you know, are you ever considering getting married again? I mean, they turned into whole months. So they were bitter. They were bitter. And it was like, mm, well, I don't, you know, yeah, you probably have already been predisposed to hurt. Um, to, you know, you haven't really dealt with the emotional side of, side of things. And then I'm getting someone that's already been bruised due to a past relationship, something I didn't have any bearings on. So I would have chose them. Right. But that ain't, that's not one of the questions. Like you, when, when you're building a relationship, so you start with, you know, Hey, you know, you single married, whatever, whatever. So what are those meat and potato questions that you're asking? So once you discover these men, they have been married before, then what is the next set of questions that you ask? I'm asking, are they, are they interested in getting a relationship? Like what are their goals um, for a relationship? So, so I'm a man. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good... I'm a man. She's a man. I'm a man. At least she's a man. She's <laughs> a cute man, too, ain't she? So, I'm a man. Some of them act just like me. Right, right. So, yes. if I'm a man and you are pursuing me and you find out that I have indeed been married before, mm-hmm. right, the next set of question is, are you open to exploring the possibility of a relationship or do you even dig a little bit into what made that marriage go left? Oh, oh yeah. So I asked them, you know, how did it end? You know, how, how long has it been? What's the time lapse? You know, be, um, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes they'll say it was her or it was them or, you know, maturity wasn't there. She wanted a man to do this. I wasn't willing to do that. But then later I saw why that was necessary or whatever, or they'll just swear that, you know, it just was the worst possible timing. Okay, so when you meet a man and you went over, and he happens to be married before, you went over the who, the what, the where, and all of the things, what sort of conversation would you have with him that would allow you to open up the possible, well, what sort of conversation would you have with him? What things would you need to hear from him that will suggest to you that he's in a space of growth. When I say, are you open to getting married again? And I mean, why you got to come out the gate with the, oh. I mean, that's I, so, oh. but I, I'm saying I'm not, I don't move quickly. I don't move quickly in relationship. No, 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 it doesn't. I don't move quickly in relationship. So I'm getting to know you. You getting to know me whenever that talk. Maybe it's in. me. Right. Maybe it's me. I don't, I just believe that getting it all out there on the table because I just feel like I, in in past instances, I feel like I've wasted time 
on individuals okay. that had tainted images of marriage mm-hmm. and my goal is to be married. So okay. if my if my goal is to be married, then why am I sitting here trying to convince somebody that doesn't want to get married or has already been married to get married again? Mm-hmm. If they're taught that they're having with themselves is that they're not interested in it. Right. Well, I think men know who they want to marry. Right. They so I, I need know. to know if it's me. Because if it ain't me, then let me go ahead and get off she this roller coaster. Know, you, she need to know within the first 45 days. Yeah. Is it me? <laughs> do, I mean, do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes? And if I don't, then this all I got to offer. So let me go ahead about, okay. my, about my business. So I'm very, very confident in the type of person I am. You know, I do feel like I have the attributes that, you know, a wife would possess. I'm very nurturing. I'm very caring. I'm compassionate. Um, I cater to my man. Then she said, Tina said she rubbed feet. Yeah, I rub feet. Oh, the DMs is about to be going off. Listen, I take care of my man, my man, my man, but I ain't met him yet. So, oh, so you're not rubbing. Currently, you're not rubbing no feet. Currently, I'm not rubbing no feet because I didn't kiss too many frogs. Oh, girl, I thought you was about to say you didn't kiss some feet. I was going to say, hey, if you listen, that kind of thing. Listen, I didn't kiss too many frogs. So, therefore, I got to know that the same energy that I'm putting out is the same energy that I'm getting in return. And the last few individuals, I haven't been getting that. Okay. And, you know, it makes it makes for, you know, a much healthier productive relationship when both people are willing to pour into each other do you think you're bitter no 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 okay a lot of men say women are bitter and that's how I'm, i don't think you're bitter but i don't know you in the capacity of dating listen for all you ladies out there i'm trying to help y'all guys like i'm trying to help like when your guys come up and they start having that negative nasty talk i'm getting in their ears and i'm saying you know what so what did you play what what part did you play in this whole debacle do of a you, fair relationship. Do you think that a relationship is 50-50? Um, I mean, it depends. Now, what I will say is, depending on the household, depending on the circumstances, who's making what, what's, you know, if, if the house was already there and you're moving into the house, I think you should pay more, you know, you should be responsible for a little bit more because this individual was taking on the weight of this household prior to you showing up. She's already done the legwork to getting a house or he's already done the legwork to getting the house. So if you come in and we're now, when do- I say it's a relationship 50, 50, I'm speaking in not just in terms of finances, I'm speaking like overall finances is one part of it. Do y'all think that a relationship is 50, 50? I think a relation now a, a, a pastor a bishop said this a long time ago. A relationship is 100, 100. It's two individuals giving 100% of what they got. Now, what it looks like, your 100% might not look like my 100%, but if I'm giving you everything that I got, then it'll work. I'm giving it all I got. Giving it all that you got. So it's two individuals giving 100%, and they understand that some days she's going to cook, some days he's going to sweep. Some days, you know, she's going to pick the kids up. Some days he's going to be responsible for the kids. And that's the understanding that they have. You are doing the best that you can. But it's when, with your, when you're with someone who doesn't see you 100%, it's just that. You think that's what's leading to all the breakups? Um, I ain't going to say all of them. <laughs> okay. So, financially, remember, Tina and I went out not long ago. And we were at a club. I won't 
of a name I will not say. Mm-hmm. And we got to be, we're supposed to be enjoying it. This is what we was doing, talking to the bouncers outside. And one of the things he said was that he believes this, this, he was about seven foot tall. Mm-hmm. He said he believes that a relationship should be 50 50 in terms of finances. And I feel like, I mean, I had had a couple drinks, we had had a couple shots. <laughs> Okay. Celebrating. But my memory is stronghold on mm-hmm. it. Okay. And I remember you, Tina, saying that you agreed. I said I would go 50 50 on bills with the individual. Yeah, I said that. I don't want you to do that. Okay, so now now think of it from this perspective. I've been going a hundred percent on my bills, a hundred percent. And so you willing to do the discounted menu I'm, I'm if you get a man? A man I'm, comes into your life, mm-hmm. and you went from doing a hundred on a hundred. Now you want to do fifty on fifty. I'm saying he. Contra- now we talking about my man. We talking about my man. We talking about we talking about boyfriend and girlfriend, man, no. not my. This, no, we we okay. So. It may we ain't talking about my husband. It might, but it start. But to be your husband, he may start off as a boyfriend, and you may jump from just dating him to a husband. I don't know. But this is not for play play, okay? This is a man you are, because we are ladies of a certain age, right? We, not spring chicken. I mean, I feel springy, but mm-hmm. you know, right? This man is a man that you gonna end up with, like y'all. He you he loving on you, you loving on him, mm-hmm. and this is. Talks of the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. The long so haul. you was doing a hundred on a hundred. He come into your life. He pursued you. Mm-hmm. We're not even gonna say you went up to him this time. Last episode, you talking about you went up to him. You see it. You like mm-hmm. it and all this. He seen you. He like you. Mm-hmm. He didn't came up to you. He wanted mm-hmm. to be a part of your life. Y'all done got past mm-hmm. all the the beginning hurdles. Now you want to do fifty and fifty. You want a roommate. I don't think that classifies I anybody can move as in with you. We can be roommates. Delina, I don't think that classifies as roommate. What I'm saying is, I understand how much. You yelling money- at me? No, I'm saying I understand <laughs> how much money I make. Now, once we had that conversation, I do determine. We determine how much money he makes. He might can't afford to do we, money. We talking about a man that can afford. We we the man but that we're the- manifesting is a man that is making more money than you make by yourself right now. Okay. Well, then he can do more. But then we have to keep in mind, what, what is he coming from? Like, what is his car payment like? What what if he has a house that we've he's got? We've, we've, we've Delena, done that's we've, all stuff that has to we've be determined. Done, this so is, I'm giving you the intel. I'm You're giving, giving you the, after I'm saying I'm giving what, you the intel. This man is coming to your life. He's financially stable. Y'all have talked about doing the long haul of life. This ain't no, I'm coming through. I'm going to hit you up when I get time. No, but I'm telling you, out. it's no cookie cutter answer. It's no cookie cutter answer. That's what all that no, talking. Well, no, I'm that's asking what, you, that's what the, do you want to do 50? Do you desire to do 50? I don't 50? desire to do 50 50, but I'm okay. open to understanding what your circumstances are. I, what you got child support, you got this, you got this. I can't come in and say, oh no, you buddy, you coming around with me. Forget all that other stuff you talking about. You ain't got to worry about whatever bills you got. That's on you, but I need a hundred percent over here. I was doing 100% before you got here. So your contribution will definitely help me lift the burden off of me. Absolutely. But once we had that conversation on what you're dealing with outside of my household, I'm open to negotiating a number that's, that's beneficial to the, the both of us. 
Are right. you are you you're living with me now? Okay, so you're living with me. That's an extra person eating, bathing, clothes mm -hmm. to be washed, you watching TV. You know, you're occupying this space, so you have to contribute to it. I, I, yeah, absolutely. But what if he's coming from a household that he already has that's in another area that he has a mortgage that's twice as high as mine on? I can't say, oh, forget that house that you have. Well, forget those obligations that you have. Well, the mortgage that he had over there, now y'all are talking, if, if y'all are in the stage of moving in together. Mm -hmm. So the meat and the potatoes is, this is a man who's financially stable. Mm hmm he is making enough money to support himself fully and completely. He's standing on two firm, nice legs mm -hmm. with two firm feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good ankles. All that. Mm -hmm. He is coming to your life and y'all have been kicking it for a while. He sees you and him going the long haul. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all have decided to move in together, whether it's you renting your place and moving in with him mm -hmm. y'all finding a space together whatever that is mm -hmm. he is financially secure this is the long haul this ain't for play play mm -hmm. my my thing was do you feel it should be 50 50 based on the fact that he is comfortably living um i don't know I don't, I don't know. See, this is where... And that's okay. This is where we always get to because it's like she want to change my answer. I don't. I, I'm I, asking. She wants to but I'm am, I, am I trying <laughs> to change it or am I I'm asking? Saying, I'm saying I understand him being secure in whatever he's... I feel, all, like, I feel like you're getting aggressive no. with me. So I understand him being secure in whatever situation he had, the car that he drive, the house that he live in, the bills that he's he's created for himself. He's comfortable with with paying those things. He ain't know he was going to meet me. Now you've met me. And y'all been kicking it for, let's just say, about a year now. But did the and money change? In love. Did the money change? Did the he money get a raise is good. on his job? His did... money is good. Okay. Well, He's we... firm yeah. in the finance. God has blessed his finances. Okay, so, so I am okay with going to the table and having a conversation in regards to finances and how we'll move forward in a conducive set of conditions that works for the best, both of us. Works best for the both of us. Works best for the both of us. And that, that could be. That could be 75. That could be 75, 25. That could be 50, 50. It could be whatever. I mean, this is my man. If he got all the characteristics, we're checking off the boxes. And I feel like, hey, we're growing together. That this isn't a lopsided deal. What we're doing here. Because I've been slated before. So I know I've been slated in regards to when someone. When you say slated, what does that mean? Someone has told me, hey, this is not going to work for me. This is what I can give you. And I was willing to accept what it was they could give me. And then when it all comes down to it, they had way more to offer than what they were willing to give. They just didn't see longevity in the relationship that we were having together. So I felt slated. They had way more to That's give. That's why you need to give it. That's why I'm not doing 50-50. Because men know what they can do and what they cannot do. This is what it looks like to me. So in our, in our past, we've talked about... Um, I do believe a man is a provider. Mm -hmm. I, that I, I do. I, if it's been instilled in my way of thinking how I grew up the men that I saw in in close a proximity taking mm -hmm. care of their wives and I believe a man is a provider I believe that the main vessels of that household is for that man to supply that mortgage that rent that light bill that water bill all the main vessels that we could not live there without mm-hmm 
I believe that a man is a provider, so he should be taking care of those main core things. Period. The mortgage, light bill, water bill, the main things you could not live there without. Now, the rest of the things I'm willing to be a help meet on. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go in with the food. I'm willing to go in with the, you know, the date nights. I'm willing to take care of the needs of the children, make sure that we have, you know, necessities for the household. Um, but because, and this is why, and I'm gonna tell you why I said it, because like we've also talked about, I was in a marriage for 10 years, just mm-hmm. about will cap it at 10 years. I did 50, 50. Sometimes I was doing 75 and I don't know what he was doing, mm-hmm. you know? And what I find is that I lost my soft girl because mm-hmm. now I'm in the mud getting it with you. Mm-hmm. I can't be soft. And be the woman I need to be because I'm fighting the fight. I'm fighting a good fight like you. Right. I believe that God called the man to die for his family. What that means is not, it's, it's more of a metaphorical sense. You know, his hands work to the bone so that your hands don't have to. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing just as much work as you, if my knees is up in the mud just as much as you, mm-hmm. when do I get to be the soft girl for you? When do I get to say, baby, come on in here. I want to rub your back. I'm tired. I don't want to rub your back. Mm-hmm. I need my back to be rubbed. I've been out here lifting and pulling and tugging and dropping and doing. I don't. That's why I said I'm willing to do my work. I'm willing to be a help me. I'm willing to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to contribute. But I do believe that a man needs to take the lead on the main heavy um things responsibilities of the relationship that's what he's called to do Mm -hmm. to lead provide protect if i'm doing just as much as the man then i don't feel that i can be the same version of the woman i want to be to him i can understand it but that's just how i see it nothing is wrong with saying okay we're going to split everything down the middle I just don't want a relationship like that. I did that. And what I know for me is it just gave me the sense of it, it took away from my my softness. But somebody else could love it. Like you said, if you go from a space where you're doing all of it by yourself and you get with this man, you may be more inclined to just accept whatever he is given. And if he's going to do 50, it's like, okay, well, this is 50%. That I don't have to do that I was doing before. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I really just want a relationship that is designed the way God intended it to be. And I just want a full grown man walking 100% in his purpose. And feels like this is my lady. This is my queen. I'm coming into her life to lighten her load, to make things easier. Now, if he can't do it, that's one thing. You have to decide as a woman if what he can't do is a big deal for you. But if he can do it, then I take great pleasure in knowing that that is a huge weight that's lifted off. Because with that huge weight, now I don't have to think about all of those things. I can put my efforts into being more of a woman that I need to be for him. I can take time and make our house a home. You know, I can plan date nights for us. I can make sure the kids are good. I make sure all of the necessities we need. And I can spend more time focusing on that. And then when we come together, it's... 
mm-hmm. you know. But that's that's just how I feel. I don't feel that it's wrong, you know, um, to split everything down. I just feel like that gives more of a roommate vibe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> So, as you see, there are two very different perspectives Mm -hmm. on things, and that is because we are two different individuals, and we're at two different places in our lives. Mm -hmm. So, I'm 42, Delina is, not going to tell her age on um, the podcast. So, (laughs) so, she's in her 30s. Yeah, she she in them. I'm in her. She in them. But, But, nonetheless... And both have children, both, you know, and, and we say initially when this podcast came on, we said we have similarities. Yeah, we but do. as you see, we're showcasing mm-hmm. our differences. Yeah, and it would be boring if we thought the same way. <laughs> if we everybody. thought the same way. So that's why it's sheer motivation and, and it's no bearing on how you run your household, how you run your relationships. The outcome is that you get fulfilled emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, physical, financially, financially, physically, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those are the things that are important to us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and nothing is wrong with splitting everything down the middle. I mean, that's not. That's not. I don't want that to be my testimony. But amen to all the fifty-fifties out there. How do you feel? Do you feel like a relationship is fifty-fifty all the way around? Do you feel like you should, um, you know, um. The man should take the lead on certain things. You feel like a woman should be doing just as much. It is hard out here. Price gouging is a thing. Um, Dating is more expensive. If you don't have the money to date, you should probably sit at home. Um, But then, you know, there are people that feel like, well, you know what? I'm going to put in, I'm going to lighten the load for my man. I'm going to meet him in the middle we're going to do this thing together. We're going to rock out and we're just going to split everything. I mean, how do you feel? Let us know in the comments. Is the relationship 50-50? Is it 70-30? Um, is it 100-100? I do feel like people should give it their all while they got it for the person. Um, with that being said, thank you for joining us for another Tuesday. Come back next week. And don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, share if you care. We'll see you next week on Share Motivation Podcast.